down syndrome. Uh, hey, Uncle Danny. Yeah, and he's he's hiding the grilled right, cheese. He's just like making them in, in the night. He's like, I'm not hiding the grilled cheese. He's he's like, Dad, I'm not making them at night. He turns the shade. I'm making them at night. I'm making them at night. That fucker's making them at night. I know. Oh shit! Are we live? We're live. Yeah. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back, guys. This is Exchanging Bits, episode four. As always, I'm joined by my degenerate panel. This is Jonah Cavanis. My fact checker, Jared Cavanis. And as always, I'm your host, Joe Campione. <laughs> Joe Campione, fuck Joe. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Um, it's been a crazy fucking week here in Exchanging Bits territory. Um, we were just talking before the episode started about uh, Shane Gillis, actually. Um, and his, his, his special uh, Beautiful Dogs beautiful dogs. Netflix. But in general, just like his meteoric fucking rise in comedy and how he's gone from SNL dropped you know dropped by snl before he even gets on an episode an episode to now he's one of the biggest stand-up comedians in the world and he's headlining all over the place and he just moved to austin too austin texas that dude straight up just rolls now yeah he's fucking dope man it's crazy because it's like it feels like it's like one of our homies from back in the day it's straight just bro frat comedy it feels and, like one of those situations, like 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 a Mac Miller kind of situation, where it's like someone you knew, like it felt like someone like you yeah. made it. Shane Gillis kind of feels like just a regular white fuck around guy like us making it. Like I've played beer pong against that fucking guy in a thousand lifetimes. Yeah, you know and, and he called like, me a pussy, and then he called me a pussy, and then we shotgunned a beer somewhere. Yeah, and then, oh, you know me a pussy, man. But yeah, man. So if you guys haven't seen it, definitely do yourself a favor. It's on Netflix. Beautiful dogs. Uh, there's we were talking about a, a bit in particular where he's talking about his Down syndrome cousin or uncle. Uh, it's his uncle. His actually, uncle, yeah. his uncle Danny. And he's like, Down syndrome people have it better than fucking anybody you know. They're fucking loving life. And yeah, so it's just it's just an awesome perspective. It's hilarious. He doesn't hold back. Yeah, and we're, we're not going to jack his whole yeah, I'll, I'll just tell you the whole thing. I'll let you watch it for yourself. But Beautiful Dogs on Netflix. Check that shit. It's fucking awesome. Check that shit. Um, but since the last time I've spoke with y'all, our last episode, um, the last time we have gathered, last time there was a gathering, um, I made an impromptu decision on Halloween. I was very impromptu, very impromptu. I was actually working all morning long. And in the back of my mind, I knew that Dave Chappelle was playing at State Farm that night. And I just kind of got it over my head that I'm not going, whatever. I'll catch them next time. And I said around 2.30, I just thought about it to myself. I was like, man, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Send it. So I didn't have any plans. I called a couple people. I called Jonah first. We'll get into why he couldn't go. Things. 
that's a whole nother story shenanigans um but i called a bunch of people to see if they wanted to go a bunch of people had plans you know it's halloween i understand but i couldn't fucking pass it up so solo dolo i sat in traffic to go to state farm arena and see the goat dave Chappelle. And knowing him, he has never, ever, ever been the person to solo dolo. That is definitely, it's definitely out of my comfort zone. Like I was, even when I was on the way there, I was like, am I really fucking doing this by myself? But totally worth it. I'm glad that I I stepped out of that. I'm glad that I went. Proud of you. (laughs) I appreciate that, Doc. Yeah, Um, because every time I like have mentioned doing something crazy like that, you'll be like, no, nah, fuck that. I don't want to do that. I hate people. And then you went out with all those people by yourself. I don't hate all people. Just like, you know, the general consensus yeah, of just fucking the, idiots out there. Yeah, it's it's the idiots. And the idiots are outnumbering us. They're prevalent. Yeah, they're prevalent. They, they're getting an edge on us. I've been, I've, been trying to, I've been trying to be nicer lately, do some good deeds, you know. Yeah, see if we can get some but, karma back. Yeah, I doubt it, but I'm trying. But uh, so, yeah. So, I went to Chappelle. Um, Drove in traffic. I get to State Farm Arena. It's fucking mobbed. I mean, I've been to... I mean, it's the GOAT. Dude, I've been to tons of Hawks games. I've seen concerts at State Farm. I mean, I've been there multiple times. I have never seen that place packed out like it was for Dave Chappelle. And for good reason, dude. Like, this man came out there and put on a master class in comedy, had fucking 30,000 people rolling from the second he got on stage to the second he got off stage. And not to mention... No, this part pisses me off. Not to mention that his special guest for the evening was none other than Kevin motherfucking Hart. Kevin fucking Hart. So... What's a small surprise, yeah, so it it was a crazy surprise, and Kevin came out. He did about a 30, 35-minute set, hilarious. I mean, and then not only did he have a crazy set, you know, ready, but then after that, like a boss, he just showed props to Chappelle, who, whether y'all realize it or not, is a living legend he is the goat in this comedy shit no one's done it like him no one's gonna do it like him he'll go down in history so kevin he came out and he did a pretty heartfelt speech about how we're witnessing history tonight and how you really need to show this guy the love that he deserves because you know, one day he's going to be gone and... Yeah, give that man his flowers. Yeah, give his flowers while he's here. He deserves it, bro. So, definitely one of the coolest experiences of my life, getting to meet my fucking hero. Or not meet him, but getting to... That, that would have really pissed not, me yeah, off. I didn't get to meet him. Getting to, getting to see him. Getting to see him live. To see him live. It, it was crazy, too, because, I mean, you know me. You know, I'm... I, I Like I said, I'll say it again. I'm invited to all the cookouts. But I pulled up to the nosebleeds, which I'm I'm not above nosebleeds. I'm with it. I'll buy a nosebleed ticket anytime. But 
they damn well was probably expensive nosebleeds too. Yeah, they were. And uh, I was uh, a sore thumb. I, I was the only white person in the entire section. And guess what? We were cooling, bro. <laughs> I was talking to random fucking strangers about Chappelle show skits and random <laughs> stand-up bits of his yeah, and and that's the know, best shit when that shit just happens. talking comedy and good vibes and just all there to recognize and appreciate a fucking legend man greatness so, that we're watching in our fucking movie. greatness so hell yeah man i'll uh you know all i can say is if you're out there if you're a fan of Chappelle, if you've ever listened to his shit if you've ever liked the show or his stand-up do yourself a favor and go you fucking need, see him. You need to see him live. Go Look, see him. The only reason I am not just extraordinarily beyond pissed is because I have seen him once before. So, uh, so yeah. Sentiment. So, so I went alone. You know, Joan is usually my partner in crime, especially when it comes to like events and shit. Yeah. So I went alone because Jonah went ahead and fucked himself up. Why don't you go ahead and show them and uh, yeah. give them a little recap on your life and what the fuck's going on. All right. So there's some tears. We don't exactly <laughs> know what's torn or how much of it's torn. Got MRIs coming. When it was uh, torn, who knows? I know when it was torn. So when it was torn, it's been about a week now. I was working. I'm working on these, moving around these big concrete boxes about this big. This tall, solid concrete, motherfucking 500 pounds. This bitch gets tipped over off the forklift, lands on my ankle, and I'm looking at my leg under this motherfucking thing, and reflex, I grab my knee with both hands, and I yank that son of a bitch off my knee. So, all kinds of fucking pops. Sorry. Yeah, you good. Fuck it. <laughs> All kinds of pops and tears, hospital morphine. Nice, nice. Chilled out. But uh So yeah, so so he got fucked up and could not the, walk. The funny part about it was I knew that. I knew he was out of commission. And I still, as a best friend, had to call him before and be like, Bro, I'm buying Chappelle tickets. I'm just letting you know, like, are are you completely down and out? And he was like, man, I want to go, but I physically can't go. And I just heard I'm this. in the car leaving the orthopedic surgeon who's like, do not walk on that. I just heard the sadness in his voice. And I was like, damn, I'm sorry I called, bro. I'm going to have a fantastic time. <laughs> God. Well, luckily, the tables always turn. Would you like to tell them about your fucked up medical problems you got going yeah. on? Yeah. So, you know, I guess, you know, the good comes with the bad. I found out at 30, well, 29, almost Jeez, 30 years old. Old. I just aged myself. Yeah. I needed yeah. to. But at 29 years old, I found out that I have celiacs. So I, uh, Ate some shit. I don't really even know what it was. We never identified what. Never really was. identified it. I couldn't figure it out. But I ate something. My hands started swelling immediately, and you look like the hamburger helper mascot. I mean, I already got fat fingers, and I looked like Lizzo at fucking Golden Corral. 
Them shits from breakfast sausages you get, like Jimmy Dean's to motherfucking German long. Some kielbasas. Kielbasas. But uh, so my fingers started to swell and I started getting itchy all over the place. So I figured I'm like, you know, I'm probably allergic to something I ate. Maybe I'm having a reaction. I figured I'm going to take a bunch of Benadryl. I'm going to go to sleep and in the morning I'm going to feel fine. No. So I fell asleep. I woke up at three in the fucking morning in the worst pain. My stomach felt like it was on fire. I hate to laugh. My hand, I mean, it's funny now. I feel fine now, but my hands were even more swollen than they were. My lips were swollen. I couldn't even fucking like open my mouth. It was so bad. I looked like Will Smith. Can you pull out Will Smith from Hitch? I posted it on my Instagram story because me and him were twinning. I got you. But I woke up looking like Will Smith from Hitch when he got the allergy. He texted me that, and I was like, oh, you're being a fucking baby. And then he Dude. texted me the picture of his face, and I swear to God, if it was in blackface. And and if you know me at all, you know that I'm extremely stubborn when it comes to going to the doctor. First of all, I don't have insurance. Second of all, even... When I go, this motherfucker is real stu- stubborn to get him to like take an Advil if he has any. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm weird about putting shit in my body. I don't, you know, certain things I know that I can handle by myself, which I'm sure people are going to be like, go to the fucking doctor, fuck yourself. But I did. So this that, is I got the uh, yeah that, that was me that yeah. that was that was fucking me, not as tan as that, but. The complexion, I'm sure, is a little off, but yes, that is the general consensus of yeah, his face. So, maybe we could so put yeah. it, maybe we could put the picture of his face. I have it. I have the episode. Send it to Jared. Oh, I can just text it to Jared. Absolutely, right. yeah, absolutely. Jared, you want to hit this joint? That is a great idea. I'll be right there. Running here. Oh shit! What's that on? All right, so uh, you're fucking. Oh yeah. So, so after, you know, being awake at three 30 in the morning, I'm itchy all over the place. I have to take a shit and I can't shit, which is the worst fucking feeling in the yeah, world. It's terrible. I mean, just shoot me in the fucking face. I would rather literally die than be constipated and also have the runs at the same time. I, it's, it's a conundrum. Oh, it's, it's I don't know how you get out of that debacle. Yeah, so so no one's home, no one's around. My parents are in London across the pond visiting my sister and so they're just not gonna be help. He calls me. I am out fucking cold. No one answers. My mom answers and she's just like, go to the fucking hospital. And I'm like I didn't want to go to the hospital, stubborn and stupid. And she's like, Joe, go to the fucking hospital. So I go to the hospital. Which sounds like a good move. It sounds like a good move. But when I got there, they asked me immediately if I had insurance. And from the second that I said no, I started getting treated like a second-rate citizen. Like, I I was literally just asking for, like, anti-itch cream and a steroid, and they were treating me like I was a fucking junkie or something, which, you know, I don't appreciate. 
But I, kindly to that. the first lady came in. She was like, oh, you ate something bad. Let me get you a GI cocktail, which kind of fucking helped. But she didn't address any other symptoms. And then a second lady came in and she's like, you ready to get discharged? And I'm like, discharged from fucking what? You didn't do anything. Yeah, nothing was done. Nothing was done. I'm still miserable. You gave me a shot of Pepto. My hands still look like say, hamburger. I have helper. my Lanta at the crib. I didn't need that. So <laughs> Give so, me some drugs that I can't get myself. So I finally picked and prodded my way at this lady. And she's like, all right, we'll run some tests. We'll run some blood work. And we will do a chest x-ray. <laughs> You earned yourself a cat. So you earned yourself a chest x-ray. I'm like, well, about fucking time. Somebody does something in this hospital. But That's what the, I've been looking forward to. The, the, the chest x-ray came back completely fine. They did the blood work, and it came back that I actually have celiac disease. And I've probably had it for a long time. And it explains, well... We, I think it explains a lot of medical issues I've had, a lot of shit that's been going on, and I'm happy to announce that I am living gluten and dairy-free right now, getting my shit together. Get clap on Yeah, let's get a fucking clap, you know, I'm, I'm out here, I don't know, you know, clapping. Yeah, type in the clapping. Fucking... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm getting to a little bit more of a healthy lifestyle. I'm going to start exercising. I'm already eating better. It's already been a week, and I've lost 10 pounds. If that tells you what that poison was doing to my fucking body. Which is honestly terrible because you're Italian, so you have just been poisoning yourself for 29 years. I blame my fucking lineage. They've been force-feeding me fucking carbs since I came out of the womb, dude. But wasn't like, it worth it, though? No wonder I'm fucking huge, bro. Jen said, wasn't it worth it, though? No. I mean, I got a lot of pussy for a fat guy, I guess. That's true. That's true. But, and you also know, the Italian food. Yeah, it's, it is nice being Italian. But now, you know, it kind of explains a lot of things, man. Like, I, I kind of forced myself away from beer in the last, like, year. And I... Didn't really stopped having as much acid reflux. Yeah, I mean, a lot of things happened when I started slowing down. I stopped drinking completely. I don't drink at all, really. I mean, if there's an occasion, if it's a birthday, if it's something big, I'll probably probably take a shot or something. But for the most part, I don't fucking enjoy it, man. I enjoy smoking, getting high, being creative, and fucking keeping my wits about me. And nowadays, you probably enjoy feeling good. Yeah, and dude, I mean, I'll tell you this. I mean, it might be placebo, but since I've been eating better, I'm not drinking soda, only water. I mean, I'm just, you know, back to the basics on my diet. And I've lost 10 pounds, and I feel fucking fantastic. More energy, more fucking, you know, motivation. Your stomach is not always My stomach doesn't hurt. Yeah. I'm not waking up to fucking diarrhea every morning. I thought that was normal. 
I just thought that was a normal thing that happened. You're probably just while. walking around like, I'm big. I guess this is being yeah, big. Yeah, you know, <laughs> when you hit that threshold, it's just like, yeah, it's just diarrhea every day. You get a little bit every day. It's fine. But, yeah, so on to bigger and better things with that. But uh, we're definitely not going to be letting these uh, medical traumas get in the way of the escapades that we have planned because we have a lot of shit on the fucking docket coming yes, up. Yes, the docket is starting it's not i wouldn't call it fully loaded because it's gonna get fully loaded but that ticket master is looking real well, my ticket right master now. app looks pretty chill yeah so um coming up the most recently you want to get into into what we got coming up yeah yeah let's definitely oh. let's let's talk about it a little bit I assume so um, oh know. wait quick quickly everybody you know take a second oh, yeah, to realize notice we got a little bit a lot of bit of new you know setup new format um kind of day by day figuring out a little bit more about this editing thing and about what it takes to put together a good production for you guys so this is just the beginning and uh we would love any kind of feedback yeah please please let us know if if you just want to tell me that um i look fucking ugly in this episode please comment actually please roast me roast all of us i want in the comments Give us your best roast, and we'll vote on it, and we'll put it in the next in episode. In the next episode. Fuck yeah. I, didn't, I like I didn't that. Agree to this. And if you, if you roast, roast Jared and you win, then you replace him on the show. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, well, a matter of job. <laughs> but yeah, so um, we have some events coming up real soon uh the the closest the one the soonest one is november 8th wednesday wednesday november 8th we are seeing bill burr the wilfred burr at the state farm arena Meister. dude i'm excited for that man i've been uh, dude. i've been a big fan of bill burr for a long time i mean i feel like he kind of speaks for i mean you guys are from the south but he kind of speaks for everybody that grows up in the north, just yeah. that that angst and that hate. So yeah, there's the Bill Burr uh, tour dates. Um, Remaining tour yeah, dates. The and Bill Burr live tour. It's gonna be fucking hilarious. I mean, man. he's he's gonna fucking he's pretty much already sold out State Farm. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm excited, man. I mean, from his stand up specials to the Ephesus Ephesus for family. family bro if you haven't seen Ephesus for family there's something wrong with you that yeah, show the best animated show that show it's about his life when he was younger and he plays his dad he voices his dad and his dad is just a he's a, a good guy kind of but he's a piece he's of a shit parent in the fucking he's a 60s, parent 70s. In the 60s and 70s and he's a hard place conservative guy and it there's it, a whole lot of I'm gonna put you through that fucking I'm wall. I'm gonna put you through that fucking wall. It's it's great. Well, check yeah, that check shit out. out. Netflix. Also, also, uh, his recent movie, Wild oh, Dad, yeah. movie, uh, Old, Old Dad, Old Dad's on Netflix. It's fucking awesome and fantastic. A lot of it in the early bits, fucking infuriating. Yeah, yeah. Well, the. A lot of the premise of it is basically him speaking up to this PC cancel culture sensitive 
new wave thing, which is his whole gag in general as a person, which is why he's so fucking great. Yeah. But the movie, the whole first half, why Jared saying it was so infuriating is because he just runs into a lot of snowflake PC. I mean, I'll let you watch it for yourself and not dive yeah, too deep into the politics of it. But he goes fucking hard in the paint and he it, it's it's awesome to see guys like Burt Kreischer and Bill Burr, these real comedians that are making movies and trying to bring real comedy movies back again. Yeah, it's awesome. The world fucking needs it, bro. We, we need the back. Tropic Thunders. We need the super bads. The hangovers. The hangovers. We need that shit, man. It, it's forty year old virgin. Oh my god. Anything go, anything fucking Judd Apatow. Yeah. yeah. I'll, take, I mean, I'll take Bruce Bigelow. Any, uh, dude, Bigelow. Dude, I mean, fucking just, anything Sandler. Just, just, just real down. comedy, man. Yeah, we need it as so, a not, as, not really anything Sandler's in. All right, get out of here. Have you seen Jack and Jill? Jared, fuck off. Jared, stop talking so loud. Have you seen Jack and Jill? Though? I, I did not see Jack and Jill because I knew I wouldn't like it, and I like to keep his loud? reputation up. Yeah, you're talking loud as shit. Am I? Now you're not. Not not that low, but yeah, we can edit this out. It's fine. Uh, um but yeah so uh bill burr november 8th at state farm arena i'm pretty sure the tickets are selling fast but if you guys do get tickets let us know if you're going man meet up with us let's link let's fucking smoke one before we i mean we forgot to even mention we're planning on vlogging most of these yeah there we have some things we got planned we have some big moves coming where I'm going to try to be giving you guys as much content as possible. And we have a bunch of fun plans coming up. So we're going to be vlogging every escapade that we go on. I mean, from travel to where we're going to just stupid stops to get fucking food in the middle of nowhere. So we'll have a vlog mini series. And then as much of the event as you can, because these comedy, a lot of the comedy events lock your phone, lock cameras. But we'll give you what we can, and we'll do reviews before and after, and we're going to do episodes at every event, no matter where we go. And try, you know, no promises, but we're going to try to secure interviews while we're there, too, and see what we can do, man. Try to push our nose into this industry. For sure. And and show you guys, hopefully just show some people some dope comedy along the way. If we do nothing else... I just want more people to appreciate this fucking amazing art form. And, and this amazing wave that it's currently on. It's the new frontier. I mean, yeah. so if you guys like podcasts and you haven't watched Joe Rogan, there's something wrong with you. But Correct. Joe Rogan had Jimmy Carr on his podcast. And I loved it because Jimmy brought up a really good point that comedy is at the point where music was in the early 2000s. where there were all of a sudden a bunch of people who had the means or who had the confidence to jump into this industry. And right now it's like the new frontier, dude, there's untapped territory in comedy. And that's why we're seeing all these fucking amazing comics come out of nowhere. And they're from every walk of life, every background religion. And they're most importantly, not pulling any punches in this new community. It's beautiful. So, so yeah, man, it, if well, I can, 
you know. I mean, that fairly brings us into our next event we're going to. We're going to Austin, Texas, which has become essentially the mecca yeah, the, of comedy right now. The headquarters of comedy. Yes. Um, a lot of... I mean, the all, mothership's docked there. <laughs> a lot of professional comedians are moving there. Some of the best in the world. Tom Segura, Shane Gillis. Um, Tim Dillon is a house there. Tim yep. Dillon. Uh, Tony Hinchcliffe. I mean, they're the list just keeps growing and growing it seems and it's become that place where you can go and you know get your comedy off and get more i mean it feels like what i'm assuming it was like yeah, in the so, 60s when people so wanted to make movies so jared's showing you guys right now this is the trailer this is what we're going to it's the kill tony new year's eve special and it's in an arena it's going to be the first live podcast to ever sell out an arena ever History will be witnessed by us. I can't wait, man. It's gonna be. If you're not familiar with Kill Tony and you like stand-up comedy, that's another awesome listen. You don't have to listen. You can watch, listen. It's just a platform for new comedians or just completely insane people to get roasted and get exposure one way or another, and. And it's been going on for 10 years. Tony Hinchcliffe has actually been doing this for 10 years now. Started at the Comedy Store. Yeah, in L.A. And because of politics and a bunch of stupid rules in L.A., they moved to Austin. And now Austin is the Mecca. So, New Year's, man. We're going to be traveling. We're going to be flying to Austin, Texas. We're going to go to the HEB Center. We're going to watch the Kill Tony show. We're going to catch a couple shows, hopefully at the uh, Mothership and uh, the Vulcan. There's the Vulcan and Creek and Cave. I kind of want to check out uh, Brian Redband's. Yeah, yeah, as that'd, well. be cool. um, that'd be cool. I, I am personally going to write in Joe's name and throw it in Kill Tony and make it. No, yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I'm definitely going to throw my name in the hat for sure. And if that, hopefully I'll get a mic in before then. But if that is my first mic, then. So be it, man. I mean, that'd be, be crazy for piece. your first mic to be in that'd an arena. That would be roasted by comedians. You never know, bro. You never know. But yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's gonna be a crazy trip. We are gonna be vlogging the entire thing, man. I got a cool ass camera on the way that we're a little ninety style camcorder, a little handheld, a little handheld that we're gonna be able to uh, show you guys a little bit more about the trip and you know. And I think the general idea is we'll do a like us pre gaming part of a podcast. And oh yeah, we'll film a reaction later. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put it out as like next. I said. We'll show you as much as we can of the process, but most of these comedy shows they take your cameras and they take your phones. So we're gonna do up until the show. We'll do a pre game at the hotel or wherever we leave from, and then when we come back after the show, while we're fresh, while we're maybe fucked up on some adult substances i mean it's new year's it's new year's so the chances are pretty likely um but yeah so a lot of cool shit man a lot of new content coming um we're working on some skits the skits got some good responses so we're definitely working on those for you guys as well I just don't know how much more I'll be able to give you guys in the form of projectile vomit. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that was a once in a yeah, lifetime. I'm yeah. glad I caught it. I'm like Spielberg, yeah, bro. Yeah, I mean, God, you yeah. see that shit? Yeah, one take. Yeah, I mean, 
Oh. It was like I asked for it. It was I was holding a knife to his back, like you want this podcast to work out, right, Jonah? <laughs> you put like epicac in my drink, in the end, bro. That was that was um, fucking. So that's what we got planned so far for the end of this year. That's this year so far. Uh, we're also looking at uh, Namesh Patel as well, who's a funny ass Indian yeah, comedian. Definitely check him out if you have not. He's another great stand up comedian. He's he's definitely a lot of like satire. He talks a lot about like Indian American lifestyle, which if you don't un- understand or know that way of life, it's fucking funny just to hear somebody's side of it. So definitely recommend him. And yeah, we're hoping to catch Namesh Patel, but we already have a couple events, a couple of events planned for next year the first one i'll let jonah explain it to you the first one will be for my birthday which is january 28th but we will be going we'll expect a bunch of donations in the paypal i mean you know cash out kidding whatever you cash out then yeah yeah we'll get with um the night before we will actually be going and attending which honestly i don't know if you knew this is my favorite music venue or venue for anything in Atlanta, the Tabernacle. Yeah, I love Tabernacle it too. Used to be a church. Most people in Atlanta would probably agree with that sentiment. Tabernacle's got a special yeah. place in yeah. your heart. I've seen some good shows there. Me too. So um, we're going to the Tabernacle to see none other than Tim Dillon Tim on the American Royalty Dillon. Tour. American Royalty. Um, that's Saturday, January 27th, 2024. I think, yep, Jared's yep. got a little... Which, which for, for me, I've seen his uh, special on Netflix, and it was funny for sure. Um, but most of what I know from him is podcast clips, and really just Jonah showing me random yeah. clips from him. But he definitely seems to be a conspiracy theorist, crazy outside the box kind of, you know, make you think about it from uh, another standpoint type of comedian. He's one of those glad the Middle East will finally be fixed. (laughs) There will be some resolution, and I can't wait for the conclusion. (laughs) Um, So I actually have been so into fucking Tim for about a year now. I just dove down a rabbit hole after some fucking Joe Rogan episode. And uh, he's actually got a phenomenal podcast called The Tim Dillon Show. Um, it's all comedic as well as he gets into politics and yada, yada. Yeah. But we're, um, he honestly is one of the people that I really started liking this guy and found out he was gay and did not change my liking at all. <laughs> I, I, I kind of liked him more. I was like, hell fucking yeah, dude. I think that statement says <laughs> a lot about you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he's funny. He's funny. Like I said, I haven't, you know, I'll be honest, I haven't dove into his his comedy and or his podcast as much as I should, but I will before the show, and I'm excited to just see him because he's really well respected. I mean, if you if you listen to a lot of these other big comedians right now, they all think of Tim Dillon as just a comedic genius. But I mean, dude, just to my credit, there's fucking so many good comedians that are coming out of the woodworks now it's hard to keep up at this point so hopefully we can be a little bit of a sniper's eye and uh highlight some good ones every week um 
if you guys like some comedians, comment. Let us know some comedians that you like that we didn't yeah, mention. We'll fucking check them we'll out. We'll go check them out. We'll watch the special and we'll do a review of it and we'll let you guys know. Dude, we're open to pretty much anything. It, yeah. I mean, I I would say that my preferred style, my sense of humor is definitely more on the dark side. Um, but I definitely can appreciate cheesy humor, witty humor. I mean, one liners with dad jokes. Yeah, dad jokes, one liners. So, dude, comedy's comedy. I mean, that's the fucking awesome thing about it is you could be funny and different than. I mean, just every make other me, just make me laugh, and that's fucking. That's all we really want is just to laugh and have a good fucking time, and that's essentially what this podcast is about. As well as like, we're trying to help you guys. Like, we're gonna help you guys find ways to fucking yeah dude i have some have i have some exciting kids. episodes coming up too with some funny ass guests some that may be relevant and artists some that may just be some funny motherfuckers that i know yeah some that i just know will bring something wild to the table <laughs> uh i got one guy in particular that i'm thinking about i'm gonna wait but oh god i know who you're talking about and but oof, i dude that'll be an episode just just stay tuned man we uh you know our our goal going forward is just to progress this shit every day in some way if it's learning a new tool editing if it's fucking going to do a stand-up set at an open mic if it's you know, watching specials, just being a student of the game. And we'd love for you guys to fucking be part of it. Like any suggestions, any feedback you want to tell me to suck your fucking dick, anything like anything. Let us so, so yeah, man. Um, the only other show that we really have on the, the docket right now is a big one is a big one. And we, are in the very beginning planning process of we, this. We just found out about it. But it is around my birthday, and I'm thinking that we might end up pulling the trigger, but Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer are doing a joint Two Bears, One Cave from the MGM Grand in Las Vegas, and it's on February 10th. And it's going to be a huge show. I've never been to Vegas before. Me I would fucking neither. I would love to fucking go. Coming to Las Vegas, Nevada, Saturday, February 10th, 2024. There's Tom the talking about it. Grand Garden Arena. This is the night before the big game. And I am so excited to. Not only that. Hey, take this Tom. <laughs> What's up, man? I was just announcing that I'm doing stand-up Saturday, February 10th. I was about to do the exact same thing. Wait, where's your show? I'm at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. Hold on. My show's at the MGM Grand Garden Arena February 10th. <laughs> I mean, we could co I love how Tom show. plays into Fuck it yes, with his facial expressions. Sign me up. I'm in. 100%. This movement just 100%. like that. I'm showing my dick. You're gross. So yeah, dude, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fucking awesome show. And I really want to make it happen, man. So I mean they're two of our favorites. We call them both, what did we say? Top 10. I would both say easy at top least 10. top 10. Easy top 10. Top five, maybe. Yeah. They're both hilarious. They're guys. both fucking great. If you haven't seen them, you're missing the fuck out. Yeah. So, so yeah, we're, we're in the early stages of planning that, but you fucking just might see us in 
Las Vegas, February. Also, fucking big, city. Big fan of Van Wilder. <laughs> yeah, Van Wilder, which is actually was written a ba- based on based on Burt Kreischer's College Life. Yep. A lot of people little don't know fact. that. Little known fact: Ryan yeah. Reynolds pl- plays Big Burt the Machine. Yeah, which is wild, but um, great man. So yeah, great so man. that that's exciting, man. A lot of cool shit coming up. Um, a lot of cool shit we just did. I can't wait for Bill. Um, other than that, man, um, we. We stumbled across this in my pain pill fueled fucking stupors on the couch. I stumbled across on Amazon a movie entitled Trump versus the Illuminati. I I posted about it a little bit on the Exchanging Bits Instagram, uh, just a little bit about the synopsis. But it is a crazy looking it was made in 2020, which I'm honestly disappointed in myself for it passing me up this long. Uh, because it looks like it deserves Oscars or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, Trump versus the Illuminati. Jared, can you play the uh, the trailer oh, for that? I Show these people the madness can. that we're talking about. I have the IMDb page pulled up, actually. IMDb page. I'm pretty sure there are no star-studded coveted cast members so yeah play that but see if you can get that full screen let's take it back to the beginning i mean this shit is off the wall in the year 2044 advanced artificial intelligence drained the earth of her natural resources Leaving the once thriving planet a barren shell. So basically, AI has taken over the world, which it pretty much is doing now. And a clone of Donald Trump is going to save the world in the year 2042. His petri dish grown body fused with the latest AI technology possesses eternal life and large hands. <laughs> Those hands are our large. Does have rather large hands. During his escape from Earth, Trump's ship crash lands on Mars. <laughs> Unable to leave, he exists for a thousand years on a barren so, Yeah, basically, we see this trailer here. Or they see this trailer and they bring it to me. They show it to me. I'm like immediately like, yeah, this this looks incredible. We have to watch this. We have to review it. I'm gonna need a Roger Niebert full five star review on this. I mean, the immediate consensus. The the immediate consensus was let's eat about 250 milligrams of edibles and yeah, let's just get real fucking stoned. And you just, you know, see what my boy Donald's going to do against that Illuminati. I mean, I want to know how he's going to do it. Uh, I I don't know, but I have a feeling that there's going to be some M. Night Shyamalan twist at the end. <laughs> Did you see the Statue of Liberty, though? No, I didn't. No, what was it? There was, it was the Statue of, what? It was the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, but where was it? It was surrounded by, like, buildings that were destroyed that like would have covered uh, up very post-apocalyptic very but don't worry 
the great white savior Donald Trump is going to save us all. <laughs> I came in, I walked in, I said, this is my world. It's my world. It's a nice world. We I'm had dogs, beautiful dogs. They had beautiful dogs. Very large hands. <laughs> so, so yeah, we're going to, we're going to definitely check that out and watch the whole thing and give you either a full fledged passionate review about us enjoying it. Or we're going to watch it for five minutes and tell you how fucking stupid it is, which sounds a little bit more likely. We if I'm will being watch honest. it all the way through. It's more likely going to be us giving you the highlights of how insane <laughs> some of the plots of this were. Yeah, so. But um, next we were thinking just in current events, all the news coming out this week about what the fuck Marvel trying yeah. to figure out what they're doing. Yeah, there's a lot of news left and right. swirling about marvel about them possibly bringing back resurrecting iron man and black widow so that they can be a part of the next movie which which to me screams desperation because i don't think i think they're finally realizing that this phase this phase of what's going on in marvel is not panning out the way that they this wanted it to take- a Black Widow and an Iron Man from another universe. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. See, what? I mean, I this is my thing. It's like, I would be okay with you bringing back most characters, but... The way Iron Man went. Tony Stark's death in Endgame is one of the biggest cinematic deaths in movie history, if you ask me. So for it to get reversed automatically... And just to bring him back on some plot hole, just because fucking, you know, Hulk did not sell. And they should have got Tory Lanez instead of Megan Thee Stallion. It probably would have done more numbers. Speaking about Tory Lanez, I got my boy Nick Westbrooks coming on the pod soon. Shout out. Shout Shout out, out, Nick. I know he's going to hear this. Dude, and fucking, you know what I also saw from fucking Marvel? Is that they're talking about just Scrap and Kang being the main thing? This yeah, well, saga? John is bringing next saga. Dude, this, the cancel culture shit, man, it's got to hit everywhere. What? Because his girlfriend said he, she hit it. Somebody uh, said she it's said enough. I mean, this is weird, though, because I wasn't really too happy with the newer Marvel shit until I watched the new season of Loki. And I mean, so far, it's four episodes deep. It's. Did you watch the fourth? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. On the, the crazy... It's got potential, yeah. Yeah, um, but it's awesome. It It's crazy. I'm usually not a, the biggest fan of movies that involve time. So the fact that this multiverse thing is this new trend, it kind of disappoints me because I feel like there's no way for directors and writers to intricately write it correctly and for us to be satisfied but I will say this, Loki is doing it in a way where I'm starting to give a fuck about the universe. I'm starting to give a yeah. fuck about the timelines being broken. I mean, he plays that character so well. And in the Loki show, the character development is insane. Yeah, it's great. Owen Wilson does a fantastic yeah. job. And uh, the, what's the guy uh, from Everything, Everywhere, All at Once? Oh, it, it's uh, Hugh Kwan. Jed. Something. Look, look up his name. The main character in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. 
Yeah, but he's awesome, and he plays. Uh, his name's Ouroboros in the show, and he's like a mechanic at the TVA. Yeah, uh, I, I guess if you haven't watched Loki or you're not up on Marvel shit, then you don't know what the fuck we're talking about. We're talking about so disregard this. Yeah, skip this. Evelyn, you know, like keep listening after you get past yeah, the Marvel yeah. shit. But if you're not Marvel, you. why not? I mean. Stop being a you bitch. Know, like, we're hating a little bit right now. We're all it's, it's, it's children. So we all love superheroes. Yeah, it's cool to be a nerd, man. I'm sick it's of the canceling nerds. It's fucking great. Yeah, bro. I Her mean, name was uh, Evelyn Wang, played by actress. No, no, no. That's Michelle the lady. The, guy. The, the male. The guy. Oh, the male. The guy. Lead. His name's like Hugh, Hugh Kwan something. Rich homie oh, Kwan. Wayman Wang. Wayman Wang? Yep. Is that it? I feel like that's not it. Damon Wayne's played that. Damon Wayne's <laughs> no, K. Hugh Kwan. K. Hugh Kwan. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. See, I knew. And they he played some cues in there. Waymond Wong. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. Wayne. But anyway, Wayne. he's phenomenal in the show. I mean, the whole cast is great. Yeah, it's it's definitely bringing Marvel back a little bit. It's uh. I mean, I'm just a little nervous to where they go forward because I'm hearing whispers about them making Doctor Doom the new, you know, the Big new business of the side. I feel like you can't bring Doctor Doom into the fold without doing Fantastic Four justice, which we have proven through seven different reboots that yeah. we're having a hard time with that. I mean, and the Fantastic Four need to Jerry, let you know. Stop fidgeting. Yeah, it's loud as fuck, dog. Um, <laughs> or hit the mute button on the mic. Yeah, you. for real. Um, the Fantastic Four need their own just out there, have their story they, be established before they you have bring in to, their biggest back. They have to build Fantastic Four. I honestly, I know it's probably not going to happen now, but I feel like John Krasinski would have been perfect for Mr. Yeah, Incredible. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, Mr. Incredible. Yeah, that's just Mr. Mr. Fantastic. Oh, Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, Mr. Fantastic. And then I've seen a bunch of like rumors on who they thought the other characters would be, and I don't remember who they said for the Human Torch. Uh, I heard talks of was Zac it Miles Efron. Teller? I heard talks of oh, Zach Efron. Zach Efron, okay. Which I wouldn't mind. I'm not opposed. You, you know what's a bummer is his face looks kind of fucked. You know what's a bummer is Chris Evans or yeah, Chris Evans, Captain America. Yeah, he actually mm-hmm. wasn't about Human Torch. No, I mean there was parts of those fan the old Fantastic Four movies that had merit, but the writing was so fucking bad. Yeah, it was. And they didn't Galactus, have the power Marvel does now. The Galactus shit. Remember, was that X Men or was that Fantastic Four that did Galactus as a cloud? It was like they like made him like some weird fog thing. Oh, I don't know. So like, I know, dude, this I know fuck- Fantastic Four and the Silver Surfer. They Silver yeah. Surfer was in oh, the second movie. Yeah, so which Silver Surfer might have been the best one of all of them. That movie was yeah redeemable. But still, they have to do Fantastic Four justice. And if you are going to bring back fucking Tony Stark, then it has to be on some epic ass shit. It better be. It better undo... I am Iron Man. It better be as epic as his death was because his death meant something and you just bringing him right back out of desperation 
makes it mean a little bit less. Yeah, and and he needs to come back, maybe hang out for a minute, and then he needs to leave, and he needs to not die again. He needs to leave on some happy terms. Yeah, like let's let this man and Pepper fucking ride he off. He goes the to sunset. travel the multiverse. Yeah, like I love you three thousand type shit. I mean, Jesus. Fucking heck. Um. But yeah, so Marvel's got some funny tricks up their sleeves, man. I don't yeah. hopefully hopefully they can figure it out because I mean, as much as it is getting a little bit played out, I'm still gonna look out for a Marvel movie. I mean, when we're it comes we're, out. we're huge Marvel fans. I, I love it. We uh, DC have, too. I like D, DC. I love DC too. and I really hope they figure that shit out. Yeah, I mean, they're they have another they're another company. I mean, they're doing a huge overhaul, which yeah, we've seen from DC. Really it feels like a hundred times now yeah. and all their fans have been screaming this whole time is that we want continuity like can we just see the same characters go through some shit some development and some character development for some characters that we like and and be together but separate and yeah. also if superman's in a movie like can we have him doing some shit because every movie, this is my bone to pick with DC now with Superman. Every movie that Superman's in, the one of the main plot points in the beginning of the movie has to be that he is like incapacitated, incapacitated in some, some form, form where his either powers don't work or he's fucking sad or he's dead or something. And it's always some shit that they're like, oh, fuck. We can't fix this without Superman. Yeah, and then yeah, it eventually comes down to yeah, we need Superman. Yeah. So like, can we just like have it like the Justice League cartoons where they're all just big dick badasses in I the room? I mean, the Justice League cartoons, big table. You know, you know what I'm talking about—the big like the yeah, the, the just, Hall of Justice, the Hall of Justice, as it was called, the animated series or the Watchtower. Which yeah, was, yeah, yeah. They had a watchtower in space and shit. But tower. yeah, so I mean, I think that there was a big, there was like a big trend with superhero movies to make it like more realistic, which it's like it's kind of counterintuitive, bro. It's a yeah. superhero movie. We don't need to be. That, meanwhile, they're making superhero movies more realistic, and they're still making fucking Fast and the Furious look like they're superhero movies. Like look, yeah, like they're the Green Lanterns or some shit. Yeah, I mean. The shit they're doing in Fast and Furious is absolutely fucking insane. They went to space. I mean, yeah. We, in a car. We, we talked about that. Yeah, we did. We did. I'm not going to get into that shit. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, hopefully DC can figure their shit out. Um, Marvel, figure your shit out. Yeah. Uh, other movies I've seen recently that are funny. Uh, I just watched that No Hard Feelings. Did you watch that? Yeah, was I watched it. It? it was fucking funny, dude. Yeah, don't go to him because I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence, she... God, I love her. Dude, she's so hot. She's oh so my god, hot, dude. dude. And you, you've never watched all the Hunger Games movies? No, I haven't. I really haven't. She's a bad bitch in those. I'm surprised I haven't. But also, like, this is a Isn't weird fact about me. I've never seen a Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Ever. None of them. The first couple of those are good. I Isn't lost Um, But yeah, so I watched No Hard Feelings. I've never seen Lord of the Rings. Really? I've yeah, seen some of them. the first one. Oh, it's good. I mean, it's a lot of walking. It, yeah. It's good. Play yeah, Shadow no, so, of Yeah, game. that was a good game. Uh, I played the game. I played the game. And Shadow of War. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no, no hard feelings. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence basically, she lives in Montauk, New York, which is in the you know the end of Long Island, and she's about to get like evicted from her house. And the beginning scene is her car getting 
towed from an ex-boyfriend of hers. Basically, she's just down on her luck, and the whole movie is just pretty much her getting shit on and figuring it out. And then she has to, she gets paid to date this young loser kid. And it's fucking funny. It's funny. She she was a lot. She carried the movie a lot more than I was expecting her to. I mean, I knew she was a funny girl, but she definitely carried the movie. It was hilarious from start to finish. So I'm definitely excited to watch it. I mean, I've loved her and pretty much everything she's in. She's great in that movie with Chris Pratt, where they're on the space. And if nothing else, she is just fantastic to look at the whole time. She really is. There's not a scene where. It's an eyesore, man. Just when she so, you know. when she plays Mystique. Oh, when she played Mystique oh, in yeah. the, uh, she was Ooh. hot blue. Dude, she Mystique in blue. general. I mean, every the, whoever the fuck played Mystique in the original action yeah. movies, that bitch looked whoever, bad. Blue. Whoever it was, whoever, shout out whoever you are, Mystique. I'm so, sure you're pretty old nice, now. So that is a nice you. lady. But yeah, man, uh, that's pretty much it as far as shit that I've been watching. Um, I mean, does that bring us to? I mean, I. You know, you yeah. have anything to bring up? I mean, um, well, anything going on? Uh, so, so when do you, uh, you know, just for the process, when do you find out about what the fuck's wrong with your leg? I should. Well, so at the orthopedic surgeon, he said, yes, there's definitely some tears here. We don't know the extent. Um, and it's fucked up because I feel shit moving around. And, and because it's going, it happened at work, like it has to go through proper channels. So they're actually making this man wait yeah. in pain. It's for been, it's been a week and I don't know what's wrong. Which is kind of fucked up. But yeah, but, but they're keeping me dosed up on fucking pain pills. So yeah. So. Guess, but fuck. so yeah, just, you know, just riddling you with a life of further addiction and, you know, we'll get you in an MRI sometime yeah, down the road. Their words were, yeah, okay, well, we'll talk to them and we'll work out an MRI schedule. And no one's called me. We haven't heard from them since. Government kind of shit. But uh, let's give it up really for the don't. American Medical Association. One time. For the American really don't Medical care where your MRI is unless it's in your chest. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, so he's rehabbing his leg, which he's going to do the old Aaron Rodgers treatment so that he can get right before New Year's because. I have taken him. about a probably about a half of mushrooms since this has happened. He's been in his room doing ayahuasca straight for the last seventy-eight hours on a darkness retreat, and you know what? I had to I had to yank him out of the room. Um, he he, 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 made me he just, just sit in the car all day today. He, right? He just kept saying, "I can't let Zach Wilson keep doing this." I don't know. I think he was possessed by Aaron Rodgers. Someone has to stop him. Someone has to stop. He can't keep getting away with this. I must discount double check again. So, yeah. Uh, if, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, Aaron Rodgers famously tore his ACL three plays into the season this year. I'm a Jets fan, so it hurt extra for me. You know, also, Joe was the only time I've ever seen him excited about ever. professional it's, football. Not only that, it's the only time I've ever been excited about the Jets in my life. And three plays into it, it got smashed. So, Aaron Rodgers is a very alternative medicine guy. Yeah, rather alternative. And I knew as soon as he got hurt, he went on Pat McAfee's podcast about a week later. And they're talking to him about, you know, ACL tears and normally guys come back and... You know, it's like 
usually they take the whole season off, even if it happens in week one. He showed me this clip, and I say, I bet this motherfucker's just eating a bunch of mushrooms. Yeah, I mean, so he he's on Pat McAfee, and Pat's like, so what do you think about, you know, your recovery? And this man, this is like two weeks after his injury, mind you. Two weeks after surgery on his ACL, on his Achilles. Achilles, Achilles. On his Achilles as a 39-year-old, which is huge. Oh, yeah. Um, So he says... With a straight face, he goes, they give you timetables and they give you expectations and I just take those and I laugh at those. And he's like, and if you don't believe me, just watch what I do. And Pat's sitting back. He's like, are you saying that you're coming back this year? And Rogers is like, oh, you know, in, in the words of the, uh, what what did he say? He I don't remember who he quote. Can you pull it up, Jared? Uh, Aaron Rodgers on Pat McAfee talking about coming back early. God, it was a badass quote. It was a badass quote. For anybody that's hurt or anybody that's like going through adversity, fuck it, being hurt. It's just, this is some motivate. Like this dude worked really hard for this shit. And now he, this is a major setback. And you can just see he's attacking this crazy detrimental injury. I mean, with, what they said he's already in a shoe. Dude, he like, was on the, the field. Week. He was on the field last week throwing the ball. He was throwing the ball around like they're supposed to be booted up like me for what a month. Like, two months, he didn't right? wear a boot. I don't think he, no, was, he said he went straight to shoe. Went like straight to shoe. He was using crutches for a couple of days. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. It hasn't been out in the public, but there's no way he's not taking ayahuasca. I know he believes in it. I know he's been on ayahuasca retreats before, and. There, you know, say what you will, man. Some people call you a crockpot, but there's, there's, there's properties, there. properties there, you know, shit that we don't understand that was working as medicine for people for a long Dude, time. Also, yeah. no for a fact from interviews and shit, he's an avid believer in psilocybin I, fucking mushrooms. Yeah. So, you know, that he hit a darkness retreat, a tripping retreat. This man was tripping his balls on for fucking two weeks straight. And, did you find it, Jared? See anything? Oh, yes. Uh, I found that apparently the feed was cut off. Huh? Apparently the feed was cut off while the episode of the Pack McAfee show was going on. Why was it cut off? He was, Aaron Rodgers was making a joke about uh, the vaccination. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah about this, he was uh he was making fun of Travis Kelsey actually because he called him Mister Pfizer, and no, nah, but dude, regardless of where you stand on that shit, I mean, I'll never get political on this show. This will be yeah, the fuck. most I ever get political, but but regardless of where you stand on that, if you listen to the context of this, if people don't just listen to ten second clips and run with the shit like everybody does these days, listen to that clip. And you'll hear that Aaron Rodgers says, I respect anybody's beliefs. And if Travis wants to come on the podcast and have an open dialogue about it as men, then we can do that. He's like, I, he's like, I'll bring my best sources and he'll bring his best sources. And dude, we're all out here just doing our best. Yeah. 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 Hey, two grown ass men 
And I feel like the media tried to make that into something that it probably wasn't. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is just the fucking... Everyone knows where he stands on that type of shit, so... He speaks his fucking mind. Yeah, and he was just making a joke anyway, calling him Mr. Five. It's not... I don't know. People... Like I said, people are... uh, People crave beef, and they like to try and make it out of thin air. They're perpetually offended these days. Like, Like, you know, if one of you guys, you know, while I was losing weight, just fucking called me that... You know, I would just come back and rock it like this, baby. (laughs) Sorry, I'm fucking around with the soundboard. This may or may not get edited out. We'll find out. Joe figured out how to put in his own sound effects. I was going to say, I'm I'm like the Asian guy from Linkin Park right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so... Fuck yeah, dude. If you guys didn't notice, this is a um, nutcracker version of my father. <laughs> His dad. Glasses are crooked. His glasses are crooked. Are they adjustable? So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. The crooked oh, yeah. Character, so, fuck the glasses. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Another thing. Um, if you haven't noticed, I posted on my Instagram story. Uh, this is the new ex- first prototype exchanging bits. Hatch, bitch. It's the trucker hat. Um, I think it's fresh as fuck. We got um, merch, shout out my friend Allie Ray. She works at Royalties in Bradenton, Florida. Old friend of mine. She saw the podcast immediately. Was like, send me the logo. I'm gonna send you a hat. So it's fucking greatly appreciated. And I have a bunch of merch coming. We're gonna be having some shirts. I'm gonna do some koozies. I'm going to have some hats. Um, cum rags. Cum rags. I'm going to take a a, a a page out of the Tenacious D book. Yes. And I have I have are. a Tenacious D cum rag. Uh, It'll be me, a terrible towel. Me, me and my buddy Zach Thacker uh, went and saw Tenacious D a couple years ago, pre-pandemic. Yeah. We went to VIP. It was badass, actually. Yeah, one, one of the coolest shows I've ever seen, seeing Jack Black live. was fucking awesome. <laughs> he, it was funny because they... Uh, they had an album that they had just put out at that time, which I'm sure a lot of people listen to. I'm not going to lie. I didn't listen to it. Um, But when we went, I was worried that they were just going to do a lot of the new shit. The whole first set he does, Uh, they did the hits. He does the new album, the first set. And then at the intermission, Jack Black just goes up to the mic and he goes, all right, give us like five minutes and then we'll play all the shit that you guys fucking came here for. <laughs> and then he played all the tenacious, the pick a destiny, kick a poo, fuck her gently, all that, all of the classics. I mean, there. if you're not like, familiar with the movie Tenacious D. Oh, dude, it's a classic. It's a cult classic. It's a cult fucking classic. If you don't like Jack Black, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, you can go fuck yourself. Quit watching. Yeah, he's a national treasure, bro. Stay subscribed, but quit fucking watching if you don't like him. Oh, stay subscribed. Stay subscribed, though. Go watch some Jack Black. Yeah, for real. Come on. Yeah, dude. So that shit was funny as fuck. But so we... I don't know, get a little more tangent. Huh? All right. Well, what else we got? Oh, so I'll talk about, um, you know, I was telling, I don't know if I've mentioned it yet on the pod, but I'm um, normally 
historically, I've worked at restaurants full time. I've dabbled elsewhere, but the restaurant god, as I, I called him, was a restaurant OG, bartender, manager, server. I've we done met it. working at a restaurant. I've done it all. Yeah, we told him the yeah, in the, yeah. In the, as you the know. pilot episode. <laughs> the pilot. Um, but yeah, so I, you know, the last like two years, I was kind of just jumping from restaurant to restaurant, knowing in the back of my head that I did not want to keep doing this shit for the rest of my life, which who fucking does, right? You know, but you got to pay your bills. Um, Get out how you live. But it was just, you know, it got to the point where it was just kind of eating at me, man. Like, I first off, I wasn't making the money that I needed to or wanted to. And at the same time, I didn't have the free space, free time in my life to be creative. I didn't even have the motivation, man. I didn't, I was working 50, 60 hours a week at a restaurant that wouldn't have given a fuck about me if I died. They would have replaced me the I next mean, day. Working at a restaurant so, really does bring some of the worst traits out of you. And it, it does. And, and when I was really grinding with music a couple years ago, I was working 40 to 50 hours a week at a restaurant. And then after work, going to the studio from 11 o'clock to like four in the morning. So I was creating time, but I was suffering. I was miserable and it made the grind just suck, man. To the point that it was just easier for me to save my money and just love music from afar, you know? So you need to make a hotline for uh, like a HR that oversees all of the food establishments of what for what what do you mean an hr kind of for all the places where you could get fired just oh well i mean it, it just like i was working at one restaurant and i actually was promoted i became a manager and it was just me realizing like dude if I want to do anything creatively, which it obviously eats at me, I have to every couple months work on some kind of project or put something out or be a part of something creatively. I have to. It's part of me, man. I It, it will eat at me if I don't. And I realized that the only way that I can do that is if I make my own schedule, if I can just have a little bit more of a free do what I need to when I need to. And so I have You're not held back with time constraints. No, no. It's and not taking up space in your mental. It's not. That's a lot of people might misconstrue that or see somebody that's 29 years old that's doing that, not having a steady job. But this is the thing, man. I know. I won't say that I know I have talent. I believe in myself. I believe in this, especially this podcast. Facts. I believe in the trajectory that we're going in. And I love the energy. Facts. And I really think that it's now or never, man. Like if I'm going to, if I'm going to take a shot at this, I have to do it now. I have to put some, put my chips into it. I have to put myself on the line, be a little bit more vulnerable and put myself in some uncomfortable situations and from you know out of pressure hopefully some diamonds will be created 
And so, I mean, one of the smartest shit I've ever heard was greatness comes from hard work and getting uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's, you know, like I said, I'm, so what I'm doing right now to make money is I'm doing, you know, various delivery apps, fucking Walmart, Spark, Amazon Flex, DoorDash, Amazon, Instacart, pretty much anything I can. And I'm paying my bills. I'm eating. I'm, I'm good. And most importantly, I'm able to wake up every day and either get to work if I need to or work on something productive creatively and keep content rolling and just keep my creative juices flowing because you know they say that if you love your job you never work a day in your life well that's how i feel working on this shit yeah and i want eventually this to be the only job yeah i mean so so yeah man um a lot of people will probably think that what I'm doing is crazy or insane, but fuck a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? This is for me. This is for the boys. This is for my family. This is for, you know, to prove to myself that I can do it because fuck it. I mean, we spoke on this, uh, I believe just the other day, we're not going to be those guys sitting here at 60 being like, damn, what if nah, we had done that crazy shit we were talking about? There, there will be no what ifs. And, and if I'm broke at 60, then we're in the same spot than we are now. But at least then I can say that I put myself out on a limb. I went and experienced some dope shit with the people that I love and I fuck with. And I at least tried to make my you know dreams come true. And, you know... And no matter what happens, we're gonna have some fucking fun. Yeah, dude. This, have fun. this shit this shit's a blast, bro. Yeah. I I love just drumming up ideas. I love hearing, you know, shit from my friends about, you know, certain segments. And so like thank you to everyone that's reached out and shown love and followed. If you can do any favor at all. Go to Spotify and YouTube and hit subscribe for me, please. Hit like subscribe, subscribe, like it, follow on everything. Like, you know, react to the socials, whatever, man. That We don't need money. Just, you know, free, whatever free promotion you can throw our way, we'll take it. Whatever support we appreciate more than anything. So, And to our friends' parents... We would like some money as well. Yeah, I mean, I mean you know, there's yeah. a couple in mind, uh, you know. Yeah. Well, well, I don't money. have the money. I'm, please, any kind of support, we would love, a, it. It, we would love it. It's like, uh, you know, I was, I was telling you the other day, or did I tell you? I was like, I feel like all the times that I've eaten at Zaxby's and they asked me to donate a dollar to the children's hospital. So at this point, I feel like I should have a fucking wing in that hospital, bro. Like. <laughs> I should be writing this shit off on my taxes, dog. I don't know. They, I mean, now I'm gluten-free and dairy-free. I mean, Zaxby's everywhere can rejoice because they'll probably, I mean, the children's hospitals will probably suffer, but 
The Zaxby's will rejoice. They'll have a lot more stock on the shelf. So it's the same shit with McDonald's. I've pretty much built half the Ronald McDonald house. And and I know, I know some, especially some of the the girls that I grew up with. Uh, I'm 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 gonna call one out. Azine, Azine Connie Dot, Nap Time Chef on Instagram. Uh, she's a badass cook. But I need some badass cooks that I know to give me some gluten-free dairy-free recipes because hit us up. We want to be healthy. I'm, I have, I have no choice. And even if the weight sheds off, bro, I'm a fat kid at heart. So I'm going to need some sweets. I'm going to need some ideas. Your boy can't be just eating fucking fruit every night. I'm going to need, need that shit to taste good. Yeah. So, so yeah, definitely respond, man. Give us some feedback. Um, with this new software, new format that we got, we're going to be able to take live callers too, which is going to be fucking awesome. Something I'm going to explore a little further going forward. Uh, maybe we'll have some reoccurring segments. Maybe we'll have someone call in and tell us about a crazy X. Maybe yeah. you will. I mean, this is exchanging bits, X bits. Someone will tell us yeah, about their X I mean, bitch. Ooh, that's... Now you think X bitch was uh, uh, I will keep that in vault. So yeah. So yeah, man. Um but but don't be alarmed if week from week that there's monumental changes in format or style in style or you know, if we had the captions this week or if we don't have the captions, we're troubleshooting ourselves. We want to to try it on you guys who are who we're making it for. And see what you guys like the best. So yeah, and keep in mind we're both very ADHD. So and I'm a perfectionist. And he's a perfectionist. Anyway. So we're gonna keep ticking and talking until we find something that we think. Yeah, I mean, if I learn if I learn a new tool or a new you know a new hack editing or. If I learn how to put Chris Farley sounds on my soundboard, guess what? I'm going to be a goddamn fool. Yeah. And This man's going to turn into a morning radio host from back in the day when you were a kid. Yeah, I mean, I, I have that. I have that. I mean, I don't know if you'd agree with this, but I, I've always kind of been told that I have that old soul. Uh, you know, I, new school, old school, old soul, I would say. like, Yeah, I would, yeah. And you also, I, I don't know if I've ever told you this. You have kind of like a voice for radio. Yeah? Yeah, you also have like a face for radio. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, shit. Um, yeah, I mean, I fuck. I've always kind of like in the back of my head. I never thought really about radio, but in my head, I've always thought about being like a baseball announcer or a, some kind of sports analyst. Like just, but the, the one problem is I'm so argumentative. That if it wasn't completely unfiltered, Stephen A. Smith would say the wrong shit, and me and him, that motherfucker, get all this. I'll be roasting his hairline. He'd be telling Uncle. Oh my god, bro! I'd be asking Shannon Sharp for some henny and shit, so I can get fucking ignorant on this motherfucker. No, but like, I would like this podcast shit is weird to me because it comes sort of natural, and like, I never really envisioned being like a host of anything you're like tapping into like this flow that you didn't even know was yeah possible. yeah and and it's it's cool man being like the really like the psychology of it especially the interviewing thing that's why i'm so excited 
to do these episodes with these guests I have coming up. Um, especially my, I, we're recording tomorrow uh, with my brother. So it will be a family affair. A family affair. Um, so and I will bring my brother. It's like a play date. It, it is going to, dude. Yeah, I got an idea for a promo. We're going to get us on that Four Brothers movie poster with our faces on oh, it. Oh, shit. I'm, I may edit this out. I may not. I may just Nostradamus it and let you guys know my moves before I make them because I'm a G like that. Yeah, because you ain't even going to see this for a week. And then by the time you see it, you're going to be you're like, already going to oh, see it. Yeah. I'm like John Cena. Uh, and then the, it's going to come out next week. And you're going to be like, oh, fuck. I think I fucking remember him talking about this. Yeah, so... So yeah, bro. Like the Matrix or something. Pod and pre-recording works, yes. Yes, it's Inception, Podception. Podception, yeah. So, so yeah, we have exciting ass guests, dude. I, I keep running into people left and right. Um, one is a drug dealer of ours. I'll say that much. I'm not even going to tell you which guest it is when he comes on. Yeah, just at some point. But at some point. We'll put up a poll. We'll put up a poll. I'm pretty sure somebody will guess it. Um, But just some funny personalities. We know know a lot of, not only do we know a lot of talented people that we're excited to talk to, a lot of creative people we're excited to talk to, but we know some downright characters just some characters man. that that the world honestly needs to just see this is a person yeah and like (laughs) i want i want to put it out there because like they make me laugh so hard that i'm like everyone needs to see this and i need to know if i'm delusional or not or if these people in my life are fucking hilarious yeah 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 um but yeah so fucking exciting guests coming you know new shit vlogs merch you fucking see it, bro. It's the Empire. We're gonna be we're gonna be uh I am the Senate. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're 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 just we're progressing every day, we're learning new shit every day, and we're open to criticism more than anything. Like if you don't like a bit, like I mean, I'm not gonna say sorry, like but like if there's no, nah, I mean even we if, did that shit and we stand by it. Yeah, man. even even if you don't like it. Tell me, I I'll, I want to hear. I mean, I might tell you you're a fucking idiot, like it's comedy, and yeah. you know, tighten it up. But, yeah. but maybe not, and maybe I, you know, I'm open to dialogue, and then maybe I can make a funny observation about your point of view, or if I just don't like your point of view, maybe I can just roast you. We'll bring yeah, up the comments. Yeah, we funny. Absolutely you roast you. Yeah, if you don't have anything that we think is constructive, we'll probably just make fun of you live. Which is the beauty of this. Yeah, it's yeah, this. it's yeah. just. Just talking shit with my friends. Yeah, That's and it. if you're if you're with us, we're having fun and we're laughing. If you're against us, we're laughing at you. Yeah, we're so, laughing at you. So yeah, so um, you know, uh, I think that naturally kind of brings us to our uh, everlasting weekly reoccurring segment. Cheers. Cheers. And sneers. And sneers. Sneers and sneers. Cheers and sneers, boys. So if you haven't watched before, uh, Cheers and Sneers is our weekly segment, usually towards the end of the show, where we all mention a thing in our life that week that we like. Our love, that's the cheer. What we're fucking with could, currently. Could be a genuine nod. It could be something funny. It could be 
a fucking drug you did that you're proud of. Who knows? Any fucking thing. Um, and that's going to be the happy-go-lucky part of this. And then on to my favorite part, which is sneers. Um, this is where we air our grievances. Doesn't matter how petty. Doesn't matter how stupid. Anything that's fucking chapping your ass this week. Anything that's on your mind. Anything that's bugging you. Anything I hear grinds it. your gears. Let's hear it. Bring it out. Um, so we'll start with Jonah. He's had a pretty hard week, but we'll go with cheers first. So what's your cheer of the week? Um, if I really, I mean, earlier I sat down, thought about it a lot, what it was going to be. And I came down to the clear consensus that my cheer of the week is going to have to be oxycodone for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm on a cloud. I can't walk, but it doesn't matter. I mean, it's, it's on a cloud. fucked up. Yeah. Dude. I, we were, I, you know, I experiment as much as the next guy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, I never like to glorify opioid use. No, we're very anti-opioid. I'm very anti-opioid. But if you saw his fucking ankle, bro, if you saw bro. his foot. When it happened, I like, held my foot up like this, like this part right here is my ankle, and then everything below it went Dude, so I'm like, it was like the second day after it happened. He's in terrible pain. He just got a script. And I'm sitting here, like, trying to be a good friend. But yeah, the opiate fucking lecture at 8.30. I was like, man, you got to be careful with that shit. And, and, and he's a slippery slope. And he, he's, like, he's like, man, I, my fucking leg hurts, bro. Like, I need this shit right now. I don't know what's wrong with it and, yet. And I thought about it. I had just woken up, and I thought about it, and I was like, you know what? You know, I'll hold off on this. If it's a month down the road and you're still popping perks, then well, maybe we can reevaluate. I let him know that if at any point, like my legs supposed to be better, and you hear me talking about a lingering pain, to go ahead and punch me in the face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. Um, so yeah, my cheer is uh, the only thing that's keeping me currently going. Understandably, go. understandably so. All right, Jared. What about you? Jared, what you got? Well, on uh, earlier in this week, I went to a campus tour of the Aviation Aviation Institute of Maintenance, which I am applying for a welding program at. Yeah, hell yeah, he's this is so super dope. Let's get a fucking clap yeah, for that. Clap on that, hell yeah. He's been yeah. talking about this shit for a long time. So he just went and did a campus tour, and it went well, right? It it was awesome. Everyone there was super cool. And so, what do you, what are you trying to go for again? What what just tell the people what what you want to go to school for? Uh, well, it was gonna be a welding program with the Aviation Institute. Okay, so so welding, learning how to you know. So prepare. like, would you be welding, like welding like on planes? Technically, like would be the outcome. Well, it'll initially be a course of just welding the different types of welding. Yeah, your situations is applicable. Getting my certification, right, right, right. Getting, getting, yeah, the basics and and becoming a welding badass. I have a couple friends. Uh, our, our my friend Michael Arnold, he is a welder. He's a badass fucking welder. He's been doing it's good it. money too. He's been doing it for a long time. It's really good money. So, uh, yeah, I, dude, I I think that's fucking awesome. I mean, we were talking about it before. I think it's going to be like 
I mean, I don't know about changer for you. You're gonna fucking love that shit. I mean, yeah, I don't know about you, Joe, but I'm thinking we need Jared to do this because I want him to weld together our private jet in about ten. Oh years. yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully we can outsource that so that your brother doesn't have to fix our private. Jet, yeah, maybe he'll just like weld yeah. the logo. Maybe like his company. You know, his 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 private jet welding company actually. Speaking of private jets, uh, side note, when I was at the Chappelle show, um, I was talking to this random guy in the crowd and he was super cool. We were, we were just chopping it up. I was telling him about the podcast and I got him to subscribe before they locked our phones up and, uh, he hands me his business card and I'm, you know, trying to keep it professional. This thing just started, but I'm trying to keep it professional. So he hands me his business card. He goes, yeah, I, uh, manage and uh work on private jets so if you ever need a private jet let me know and you know what i thought about it that it was crazy at the time and i laughed but i'm keeping that shit man yeah manifesting that shit it turned into a lesson because now that motherfucker is sitting in my wallet and hold on let me let me pull it out i'm gonna say it if he watches the the pod this week he'll hear his name even though i just met him just so he knows, I show love to new followers that I get. His name is Randy Bynes II. He works for Elliott Aviation. And I promise you, if and when we get to that point where we need any kind of private jet, Mr. Randy Bynes, you will be getting a call and we will be doing some business. So I'm speaking that shit into existence. Damn straight. But yeah, side note, other than that, I didn't mean to tangent off. Uh, Jared, that's super exciting that yeah. you did the tour. No. Uh, you also, you have a double cheer. You also went to fucking Queen last week too, right? Absolutely. Got the shirt, repping the shirt. With Adam Lambert. Adam Lambert, uh, he won American Idol or did runner he, I'm not sure if he I'm not there. Phenomenal. Uh, his, his original audition was with Bohemian Rhapsody, and to hear his whole rendition of the song. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's how he was on American Idol. That's when I mean, Freddie Mercury died, and Queen was like, we need the gayest motherfucker possible. And then they saw him with guys on chains and thongs on stage, and he looked. But that motherfucker can sing, though. He can. No he, doubt. He can. He's no saying he's. Nothing awesome. against gay people. I mean, I mean, what? Seinfeld. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> no, but but yeah, no. I'm sure that Queen put on a crazy show, and I'm sure that was super dope to see that with your dad, who's a fucking rock star himself. Yeah, himself. Jimmy oh, yeah. Cav. Jimmy Cav. Eventually, I'm gonna force him to get on this show yeah. as well. Check out the Jimmy Cav Project on Facebook. Jimmy Cav Project on Facebook. He plays all over Forsyth County, really all over the Atlanta metro. Yeah, metro. Um, which along with Rampage. I'm sorry? Along with the more exclusive band Rampage. Yeah, and he also has random latest- tour dates. You have to keep an eye on the Facebooks and stuff, but he has his old high school band called Rampage. And dude. They're fucking insane. They were featured on what was 96 Rock, uh, if you're from Atlanta, the rock station. Um, back then, they put out an album of local bands called Atlanta Home Cooking, and my dad went to the studio and recorded two tracks and was on the radio station's album. This is, this is real rock star shit. This is yeah. before there was you know social media for promotion. This oh, is yeah. before fucking SoundCloud or streaming or 
you know, the easy accessibility. I mean, it, it's crazy too. I mean, Jimmy is like, it's like talking to like a, a rock and roll relic. Like he's like, yeah. he was there, bro. He did that shit. He, he was a part of everything music related. Just, just, yeah. Just, yeah. No, not yeah. That That's true. Amazing. Not just, not just rock and roll. Yeah. He's very eclectic, which I am too. I, we all are. Yeah. We all, I mean, dude, you, you see my library. If you look at my library, there is everything from Elton John to Benny the Butcher to fucking, uh, I have fucking Carrie Underwood on there. I got, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've been Mars playing Volta tool. I mean, just to I name. can't tell you how many times I've been playing my shit on shuffle around people and it'll go from the most gangster trap shit. Yeah. To like a train song. Yeah. And people be like, that was the weirdest switch up. And I was like, I like both these songs. Bro, music as a whole is so fucking awesome. I'll never understand anyone that corners themselves into just listening to one genre all the time. I love hip hop. You know me. I'm a hip hop head. I'm a hip hop historian. I know more about hip hop history than most motherfuckers do facts but then he gets in this mood sometimes but, yeah. where he just blast fucking the screamo i'm not Dude. too screamo but hardcore I, rock music i got into i got into a mood i get into a mood randomly where i'll be like i want to listen to nat king cole and i'm like love his mother just yeah i'll me. get in the car one week like and dude, we're listening gene to gene martin frank sinatra like i love any dude if it is a good song if it's good music if it vibes i'm about it i'm not the biggest country fan in the world i'll admit that i'm sure a lot of my uh you know atlanta natives and the people that i grew up with are going to be like damn but it just doesn't resonate with me, man. I don't know. It's something uh, there. There, not to say there isn't country songs that I fuck with. There's a lot of country songs there that, are out there that I fucking I love. Like, I like me some Corey Smith. There's, you know, I. I mean, I, the I Zach mean, Brown band had the, a few bangers that I I can tolerate. Live like you were dying by fucking Tim McGraw. I haven't heard that. See, I don't, uh, uh, Tim McGraw is probably one of the most famous, and that seems like a deep cut to me, but. I'm from New York, bro. Like up there, it's not weirdly enough. My grandmother did listen to country music, but she passed away when I was really young. But she was from New York, and up there, it's just not. It's not the same, man. And like to me, it just has like an underlying like cheesiness to it. My sense, the, my biggest pick with it is it feels too simple. I feel like I can guess the lyrics. It's just like insert to it. Insert like my truck here, what I'm drinking here, my girlfriend, and where I am. I got a girl on my tail. How I'm feeling, feeling. and yeah. every song yeah. is the same. I don't know, man. Something about a truck, a girl, a beer, and I'm feeling piss on everybody that listens to this. Yeah, show. yeah. All the Atlanta area gonna be like, but oh, hey, hey also though, like, like what you like, whatever. It's, yeah, yeah. It's cool to like shit. Yeah, it's cool to like that's shit. The, that's the point I'm getting at. It's like, bro, you'd see some shit in my. I mean, dude, you see some shit in my library and be like, you listen to that? Yeah, facts, like, facts. and it's, it's just good music. Good music knows good music, man. All right, so um, my cheer of the week um is definitely a rehash, but it's definitely fucking worth bringing it back up. I got to see the goat, man. I got to see Dave Chappelle. Um, I wish that I could have had a crew with me, but honestly, the show was so intimate. The set was so good. I was so engulfed in the show and what he was saying 
that it felt like a one-on-one conversation with Dave. Like I've been watching him in some capacity since I was fucking, I don't even know, man, probably 10 years old. And since when there was nothing new came out, I mean, and when there was nothing new while he was gone, we were just rewatching. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, so it, it was crazy for me. I kind of, in my head, I was, I was thinking like, man, I really don't need to spend the money on this, but something in the back of my head was just calling to me that if I don't go, I'm going to regret it. And honestly, one of the best decisions I've made in a long time. So my cheer for the week is definitely seeing the Dave Chappelle. I got to see him live. I got to see Kevin Hart live, which was also pretty fucking sick. So yeah, that's my cheer of the week. And if um, you have a hero, especially if he's in entertainment and you can go see him, go fucking see him. I've seen both of mine now. I saw Eminem and I've seen Chappelle. And honestly, it makes the rest of any experience or any show that I go to kind of just like a drop in the bucket. Like, all right, man, I've seen him. I've seen my, I've seen my, my faves, my I mean, favorites. So I'll, I'll tell you, you know that I'm the biggest Mac Miller fan. And with him passing, having seen him in concert twice. Yeah, like, I saw him too. He was awesome. Does it not just give you the biggest connection to the music still? Yep. Fuck yeah, man. I, I'm, I know a lot of my friends from back in the day came to me, came with me to that show, the Up and Smoke tour, Wiz Khalifa in 2012. And it was Wiz headlining, Mac Miller opening, Chevy Woods, Kendrick Lamar. Right when he dropped swimming pools, it was like a crazy fucking... We didn't even know, man. We were young, dumb, and full of fucking cum. Witnessing greatness and not even knowing. Yeah, I just remember getting too drunk and pissing my girlfriend off and smoking a million blunts listening to the fucking dudes of our generation. Ex-girlfriends always ruin fucking concerts. Yeah, we had a good time. Yeah, I mean, in the end. Not speak ill. Yeah. Um... But yeah, so that was my cheer, man. Getting to see the goat, fucking awesome experience. Uh, Fuck yeah! That will bring us. Yeah, speaking of don't speak ill, it's time to speak ill. Sneer. Oh, just brings a smile to my face. Let's let's hear the hatred, boys. Let's bitch about something. What you what you got? What you got? My sneer of the motherfucking week. Is oxycodone. <laughs> Doubling down. It's a double edged sword, huh? I have not gone number two in five days now, I think. Five five days. Do it to you. Um, right up. Until a little bit earlier, I took some laxatives and, you know, had World War Three in the bathroom. Yep. So whatever's going on currently over in the Middle East and in Russia and shit. Make you itchy too, or is it is it just the just the constipation? Oh no, constant itchy. I'm over here like looking like a cat at a scratching like, post. Like, like Tyrone Bigum. I feel hot. Free crack giveaway. And I notice I get pissed the fuck off about nothing, nothing, nothing. Yeah. Someone will say something not not the right way that I don't really perfectly like, and I'll be like, "This son of a bitch." That sounds like heroin withdrawal. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so even though it was my cheer of the week. It's my sneer of the week. Opiates are the devil. It's a, it's a double, double-edged sword cheer sneer. 
Um, so, no matter how good they make you feel, in the end, you're fucked. So fuck these things. Yeah, take them, take them while you need them. And fucking kick that shit and to the get curb. Get that shit the fuck out. Eat some edibles like a fucking normal human being. Yeah, any chance you get to go to the hospital and they say we're gonna hit you with some Dilaudid, you say fuck yeah. That's the that's the the sleepy button. <laughs> that's that's just a, my, uh, a buddy of mine got into an accident when we were younger at my expense. Unfortunately, we were drunk fighting, and I actually I actually uh, like to tout this because it shows how absolutely incredibly strong I am. I ruptured his spleen with a punch. I'll say it again. I ruptured. His motherfucking spleen with my fist, dog. My spleen. And this has been the Joe douche moment of the week. <laughs> no, dude, I, I felt terrible about it. No, he got okay. fucking life flighted and everything. I, I was hammered. I woke up. Life flighted. Yeah, yeah, it was a whole thing. He had surgery and shit. Um, you guys are. Uh, we God, were in Young that's... Harris on a college visit when we were like oh, eighteen shit. or nineteen. Oh, this is my boy Eric Riley. I'm sure if he hears this. He's probably not going to be too stoked about me talking about it, but fuck it, it's a great story. And plus, more than an ambulance. Yeah, I think oh, it was like fifty grand, and his parents were pissed. It was funny because uh, maybe not. It's funny now, but it wasn't then. Um, his sister. We were visiting his sister and her boyfriend. They went to college at Young Harris, and so we're out partying with them, and we're like young, you know, high school kids, and. These fucking college kids are getting us hammered, and they're like, you two should fucking fight. So we were, like, we started fist fighting, but, like, not punching each other in the face. And I caught him, like, one good time on the chest. And we're, you know, whatever. We stopped fighting because he said it hurt, but he seemed fine. So we go in this random fucking van to smoke a blunt, and Eric gets out of the van and is on the ground in like the fetal position and lets out a scream that could best be described as someone getting stabbed in the fucking throat, bro. Like he screamed bloody murder. Like I felt the pain in my spleen. So his sister, we were all drinking his sister impromptu tells me and her boyfriend, like you guys go back to the dorm I'm going to take him to the hospital. You guys just pass out because we don't want them to know that there was a bunch of us getting right, drunk. Right. They'll come here, arrest people, whatever. So we do. I go back to the dorm. Me and Mike smoke. We chill. I go to bed. I wake up in the morning to a text message from Eric's mom. And all it says is ruptured spleen. And I immediately oh felt like human garbage. Just... Just bad. The doctor called me. With, to, with great power comes great responsibility. Oh, dude, I fucking Hulk smashed him. Apparently, <laughs> I didn't know my own strength. It was all that fucking. I wasn't drinking Jaeger. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Jaeger is monster fuel. So, so uh, the doctor called me because he wanted to make sure that I didn't hit him with anything like blunt force trauma. He oh was like, gosh. "You're sure you didn't hit him with a bat or like kick him or anything?" And I was like, "Nope." It was just my fist. And he was just like, like, he didn't say goddamn, but the doctor was like, goddamn. Like, and it's, and it, later when he told his wife, he said, goddamn. I'm like, Iron Mike out here, fucking rupturing spleens. But yeah, I don't really remember where I was going with that. Um, I don't know, but that's also a good point. Exchanging bits. If you don't like us, come fight us. Yeah. <laughs> we're rupturing spleens out here, bitch. Spleens. Um, so yeah, dude. Um, life flighting. 
Your sneer. My sneer was. Oh, okay. Uh, did we say Jared's sneer? Oh, no. Jared, what's your sneer? We're a little tipsy. We've been smoking all night. Not receiving a call on Halloween. Wait, one more time? Not receiving a call on Halloween. Oh, that's... Oh, man. I missed him on the Chappelle. Yeah, yeah, I didn't invite him to Chappelle. All right, to be fair, I won't... I'm a piece of shit, all right? I'm a piece of shit. I'll take it. I'll own it. I should have invited you. But to be fair, I was extremely excited... I had already, like a dumbass, loaded up the two tickets into Ticketmaster when I, like, into the prompt when I started calling people. So there was a countdown going down. And in my head, I was like, I'm never, I'm not going to do it unless I do it in this time period. And so by the end of the call with Jonah, he told me he couldn't go. I called my mom to see if her and my stepdad wanted to go. And they were both like, Keith said, I was like, he's like, I got to work. And so I just got right off the phone and I was like, fuck it. I'm buying it now before I don't. Because if I made any more phone calls and heard any more negativity, I probably wouldn't have went anyway. So it's just one more phone call. We're going to all the positivity you needed. (laughs) Duly duly noted. We we promise, Jared, as our man in the chair, we are going to get you in on some of these events for sure. Yep. And, uh, you know. 2024 will be the year of the man in the chair. Yeah, that's I mean, what the, uh, that's what the tips and donations are for. The, yeah, the the tips and donations. By that, he means all of the weed we smoke him out all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not. This podcast hasn't gotten off the ground yet. We're not paying the production crew. We're just going off of friendship at this point. But hopefully, we get to that point. Hey, so, we love to play video games while they work. I'll go ahead. For Jared Sneer and wholeheartedly apologize as the host of the show, as as your friend, more importantly, that I did not call you. I should have called you. That's my bad. I will make sure moving forward that every cast member of Exchanging Bits gets notified on every move. Indeed, indeed. I will accept the apology. But I would not withdraw my anger from this moment. That's okay. I I will hope that in time, I will gain back your your sanctity and your loyalty. And while we're here doing apologies, I would like to ask for an apology for my sneer. So, like, fuck you, like, Berkeley and or Johnson and Johnson or whoever. Like, let me get something for these shitty-ass fucking drugs you guys made. Yeah, no, they don't care. Yeah, you don't care. Dude. There's many documentaries that just yeah, yeah, depict they, how little they give up. Yeah, they got away with giving away like a billion and they made like 60 or something. Yeah, they, that shit is designed to kill us. Yeah, they've yeah. ruined our country's infrastructure, honestly. So. Fuck yeah. So yeah. That's America. Um, So that brings me to my sneer of the week. Um, although it is ultimately going to probably save my life. My sneer is the fact that I can no longer eat fucking gluten. It, it is, it's tough, man. It's tough, man. I'm, I'm a big dude. I love sandwiches. I love, I love cannolis. 
I like I like just pastries and like bread and shit, dog. I mean, it's only fair that we do like a little like moment of silence in memoriam kind of thing. A moment of silence for Joe's fucking bad metabolism. Here, 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 here. Now this moment of silence. Here also, I would like to add a prayer. Oh Lord, here's my prayer that the haters that hated when I was fat. Stay hating when I'm sexy and fucking your bitch. Because in the words of Mike Jones, back then they didn't want me. Now I'm hot. Hoes all on me. And um, that's what I have to say about that. So, you know, just watch me. Watch me glow up, bitch. Watch Forrest Gump. Damn straight. I'm also the humblest host on this side of the... uh, Mississippi. Mississippi. Yeah. So that's good. Um, so yeah, my sneer is gluten, man. It fucking sucks. Definitely going to be a big lifestyle change. Um, I definitely hey, you feel good. Yeah, I do feel good. I feel great. And it's going to be good going forward. I mean, dude, the fucking weight's going to fly off me. And that I hate to say that now because like, what if I gain like 400 pounds? They just be like, yeah, that makes sense. But honestly, while we're here, I wanted to hit you with a couple things. Motherfucking grits, sandwiches, grilled cheeses, mm. motherfucking peanut butter toast, a nice bowl of frosted mini wheats, um, and lactose too. So fucking chocolate milk. That's not fake. At least in theory, I don't know. I may stop altogether with most lactose, but the thing with being celiac or having celiac and ignoring it for that long is it fucks up your lower intestine and I'm not a doctor. I'm sure somebody's going to listen to this and be like, you're a fucking idiot. That Maybe we'll get sense. a call to my friend, Dr. Zach. Yeah, one day. Zach, Zach Dr. Zach Neal. Um, That'd be a beautiful. Song. No, but um, you know, when you have celiac for a long time and you ignore it, it messes up the lining of your lower intestine and it actually makes you lactose intolerant as well. So right now I'm just taking the executive decision. I was told that I can dabble in milk here and there, but I feel better when I don't drink it. That is a sacrifice at this point that I'm willing to fucking make to just feel normal every day. So it's been it's been interesting so far. Um, I miss cheese more than fucking oh, anything. I was asking him earlier, what are you going to do about charcuterie boards? And he was like, I got to stick to the olives I'm gonna and grapes, I guess. Olives and grapes and fucking salami hell. and shit. So. Yeah. But, I mean, but whatever. There's a lot more to eat than I think there is and than I'm making there out to be. Yeah. Um, oh, and I'm just going to learn more shit. And honestly, I've been having fun just, like, cooking at home. Kind of whipping it up. I made some shit the other day. Like, I'm sure you're saving money too. Oh, dude, crazy! And I, I was whipping up. I don't even know what I was making. I was just throwing all types of cilantro and lime and rice and fucking chicken and shrimp. Like one of those got baked and just. Oh yeah, just stone healthy, yeah. fucking vegan, gluten free, goddamn living, bro. Which, if you would have asked me a month ago, I would have been like. You fucking gay or something? Hell no, I'm not vegan. This was nowhere in sight until his face became the size of a... As a matter of fact, I have comedy material that I've been working on 
that heavily makes fun of vegan people. And now I'm going to have to go back in and edit and write the, I found out about this after I wrote the joke and I'm going to have to work that in there somehow. So real life is just, you know, the ultimate jokester, I, I guess, you know, cause that's, uh, you know, always awesome when life plays jokes on you. Already. <laughs> um, I mean, to to sum it all up, I guess the theme is we got kicked in the balls by our medical problems. Yep. He got to go to Chappelle. Fucking Jalid is expanding into the world of college. Yep, Jared's Jared's going to school. Fucking welding. We're all excited for that. And we just have everyday growing ideas for the podcast. And And also, I am beggaring the realm and spending all my money on events we're planning me too. to too. me too yeah, we're so, just breaking all, yeah loose our walls. breaking the bank to go experience life man and and i mean hopefully you know, uh you know bring some knowledge and some content and like we said before man uh i feel like i didn't even think about this until recently but i really feel like a lot of people don't appreciate comedy as the art form that it is i think it should be talked about like music i think it should be even it should even be taught in schools like music like i think eventually it you know i don't know it, I mean, it's just the last it's the last true expression it's the last way to just be yourself if you're unapologetic enough to do it and i i and want to bring awareness to that they're the people out here they're the ones that are willing to say what's on everybody's mind, no matter who they make mad. And they're going to make light of bad things in a funny way. They're going to, we're going to laugh about. But the thing is, is like, we all, we all think these thoughts, you know, we all have the same brain, right? Like these, these, these stereotypes that people are so quick to take offense to and jump the gun and hate the other person for that's the shit that we all should be laughing about differences are what makes us beautiful. It's it's what makes us fucking funny. And I want to be able to put you guys on to some comedians that definitely changed my perspective. Some of my favorites, all different types too. Like they're not all going to be raunchy, dark. Some are going to be more witty. Some are going to be more stories. Um, But also podcasts, like we're not going to be, we're not going to be that like elitist. We're the main character podcast. We're going to show love, bro, to the people, to the influences that we have. To I mean, dude, if it wasn't for the podcasts that we watch, we wouldn't be sitting here trying to make a fucking podcast. This is true, and there's there's so many to there's too many to fucking count. So I just want to spread a little bit more comedic awareness to the world and just bring people in because like. I had, it's weird, man. I never thought to have this conversation, but the other day I was doing deliveries and it was just some kid who worked at Walmart and he came out and, um, I just asked him, I was like, do you like comedy? Which sounds like such a simple question. And I don't think I was expecting his answer. And he was like, no, not really. And I'm like, that's insane to me. The fact that anybody could say that they don't like comedy it's just the, i mean it's like the people that say it's like pure joy as an like emotion into music yeah it's like pure joy as an emotion like i just don't you know 
I think anybody that says they don't like comedy or that they haven't or that they don't watch comedy, I just think you haven't found the right comedian that that represents you and your way of life or your way of thinking. But I promise you, there's a million of them and they're out there. There's some motherfucker out there cracking jokes about shit that you fucking think you just every gotta day. find them every, every day. day. So so yeah, every week hopefully um I'm gonna be asking the guests uh, as a new segment um some comedy questions like what they're into what type of comedy they like the most and then also kind of ask them um a comedian at the time if they like stand-up comedians um what comedian they listen to and then we'll all as a panel kind of go through and pull out some names that we listen to some maybe more obscure guys that you wouldn't necessarily hear about right away yeah, and, and me and joe especially even with music we hop around a lot to the different genres or styles or whatever so we will let you guys know what we're currently fucking with yeah so so yeah man um other than that uh fucking excited to bring y'all some more shit Please like, subscribe, follow everywhere. Once again, I don't mean to sound like a broken record, but if you like what we do, if you fuck with us, if you believe in the movement, if you even have pity for us, and or if you think Jared's like, cute, yeah, if you just think, fucking give us a subscribe. Look, see, mm. I mean, maybe see if we get my boss, I'm pushing. You know, we'll set a number and we'll say when we get this many subscribers. We'll release Jared's cell phone number for all you ladies. <laughs> and if we get to a million, Jared's dick pic. How do you have them? Oh. Uh, he doesn't know, but I actually have it. Oh, God. All right. But uh, great episode, guys. This is a long one. Hopefully, people still stick around to the end of this shit. But thank you, guys. This is Exchanging Bits, as always. Joined by my co-host, Jonah Cavanis. Go fuck yourself. Uh, my fact checker, Jared Cavanis. And as always, I'm your loyal fucking host. I'm Joe Campione, baby. Peace, Peace out, assholes. Shalom, motherfuckers. Love you guys. Joe Campione. That's his name.